millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome everybody to uh, the show. Uh, Larisha, what's the name of it this week? Thurlester City. What in the name? I met. What I met Thurless, like Thurless, Thurlester City. <sighs> Do you not like that? It's clever, but there's no wit in it. I think I've, it's brilliant. Well, I have a better one. James and uh, James and Anne Marie. I met. No, I want to hear the story from Thurless. I met yeah. them on uh, Monday night in. Ballina. Yeah, I'm bored already. One. And yeah, they were travelling around Mayo and they stopped in Ballina and uh, they Thurless came City. Thurlester. Thurlester City. It's a terrible, terrible name. I <laughs> I have a name for the show. Oh, of course you do. I oh. said that to them. I said, you know what? Just one stipulation. You're giving me this information. Yeah, it's not good should, enough. You should pass it on to Tommy <laughs> well, because if you gave it to Tommy, he'd think it was great and then he'd Lorita, I really like that idea, your one, and I think you've tried. Go I, on then. Spiddlesborough. See, it's funny. Well, who gave you that? Fiona Nulty. Oh, well then that's On a fine. scale of funniness <laughs> compared to the one you came up with. I didn't come up with it. I don't care. Well, then don't ever, talk, don't ever talk to that couple again and don't ever ring them or talk to them. <laughs> Where did them. you meet them? This I week's episode in, in is called Spiddlesborough. You, you met them in a restaurant. Spiddlesborough it is. It's brilliant. Yeah. Oh them. yeah. And do you know what he says up just when we're having the tea for clarification? I didn't know. Marisa, whatever name you pick, I'll back you. Yeah, and then I, he turns it, he comes in the door and then he just left no, me Hector, hanging. Hector I, isn't in his right mind today. I didn't think, I didn't think it was going oh, to be yeah. that bad. The bag's it wasn't under, bad, the, I think it's good. The bag's under Hector's eyes are really up with his eyebrows. Like, <laughs> you and you were late. You're, how come you're always late? Please give me a break, will you? You're always I mean, late. I feel as if I'm after coming out of the electric picnic on a Monday. <laughs> Where have I, you been? Uh, I just haven't stopped. Oh, you poor dog. I haven't. <laughs> He d- he didn't he he we, he had to be covisolved when he and got are people here. taking you for granted? Okay, will I just will I just give you my will I just give you my week, and you'll we'll get some crack out of this, right? Because you just won't believe it. Okay, can I before you do that? Can I give you something? Yes, Tom. Because I know you've had a hard week, and I and I know that uh, a busy week, a, a busy, busy a busy week, and you've busy. been you've been run ragged, and you're a vulnerable spirit, and <laughs> people are taking advantage of you, thinking you're able to oh just do whatever it is you do on a Wednesday, and then do it on a Thursday, and a Friday, and a Saturday, and a yes, Sunday. Yes, Tommy. And people have no Keep idea of the amount of effort it takes to be energy. your level of creativity. So just you. as a kind of a wraparound, here is something. It's a oh my. now you don't get one, Larissa. Oh because, my god! Because you're not from around. Oh my god! Excuse, look at it. It's is, is it, it is the Meath jersey. It's the away Meath jersey. It's the Meath jersey. Beyond and it has nutrition. Your name on, on the, the back. back of it. Oh my god! And that is sent in from the good people as, as from O'Neill's. You don't have to put it on, but just have it there, Hector oh, from Meath. Jesus, Mead. Mary and Joseph. It's beautiful. Look at that, Tommy. Did you get one? I got one with Hector written on it as well. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have, have you Tommy on the back? I have Tommy on the back. Oh, oh yeah, thanks a million. I didn't get Larita oh, on my nail. Oh, beautiful jersey. So thank you to thank people at O'Neill's. That's lovely. You'll be thank all you. style now. Was that via Jaxie Kiernan, no? No. So what came from Jaxie Kiernan was two mid footballers, Brian Menton yes. and... Cost- See, I wanted to save this bit of information for the <laughs> second he, half. Because I can't remember his name. Okay. Is it Keen Costello? Yes. Uh, is it? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, oh yeah, we're from me. They were a big gym. Anyway, they yeah. sent us two jerseys that they have worn. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, but, for the, prob- our, for our but the problem is that we won't fit into them, Hector, because 
They're thin men. <laughs> they're that really Rinsy. tight fit. Yeah, we could give them to the young fellas in first year. These, there's not much fat in these lads now. There wouldn't be much comfort pudding around the hips. <laughs> so might look great. Uh, I saw somewhere so. that, that photograph was in Jaxie's and two meat footballers turned up after the victory in the National League and I saw something. But I was so busy, I didn't have time. Tell to us about your tactic week. Busy, busy, busy. You're stressed out. Mm. Mm. Oh, here we go. It's emotion. Don't get emotional now. Just R- rule number one on the podcast: <laughs> no tears. We spoke about tears before. Okay, so uh, thir- Wednesday I had to drive up to Clongos. I was in Clongos boarding school there for a meeting, and I drove expensive back. boarding school, Larissa. Yeah, expensive. They've got their own cricket grounds, their own swimming pool. It's they about there's kids from all over Asia going there to do the leaving search to get connections. It's a phenomenal yes, place. Phenomenal. Uh, rugby pitches to beat the band yes. outdoor astro rugby pitches indoor Olympic sized swimming pools it's cricket creases and then I said to them is there an air now GA pitch have you got the G-? we don't play Gaelic football in Clangos oh really incredible place incredible grounds ins- incredible history and the drive in it's just an incredible place and then I saw pictures of all the great rugby players Rob Kearney and Fergus McFadden and all these guys have gone through the walls but uh, gone through the places gone through the walls gone through the walls uh, I was up there for they a meeting rugby players I was up there for a meeting anyway in Clangos great and I had drove back down so I mean up there for a meeting what are you going to do and you're leaving start again How'd you have a meeting? Are you, uh, thinking, are you thinking of sending one of the young lads to Clongos? <laughs> no, Hector. Come on. You're taking them out of Clare Galway and sending them to Kildare. They don't on know. On the outskirts of Clane. They don't know this yet. Who doesn't? The kids. The kids. But uh, there's no boarding school left in County Galway. Fact. And Tommy, as a lad who went through the hands of the boarding school yes. system. I went through the hands of the diocesan <laughs> priests <laughs> in Garbley and Ballinasloe. And did I loved you know, it. Really did enjoyed you know it. Did you know her? No, it was great. No, I'm doing a bit of work. I'm doing a bit of work for in the Spanish world uh, with a splinter company called ELC, Euro Language Colleges. So I'm doing a bit of work there. What so is that? Do you want to get a bit more specific? No, we just stop asking I'm, personal uh, questions. I'm doing a bit of work uh, with a company I've uh, uh, called ELC and they promote global Spanish French and German it's like the Gweltacht for global languages and they've asked me to come on board so uh, to help people with their Spanish so I should have opened up to you guys if I'd taken on another job yeah. should yeah. I yeah well, so you're like the Aussie rules tout going around to all the I, GA clubs should I, have, should I have, <laughs> it depends why you're doing it if you're doing it because there's adventure and money do it if you're doing it because there's adventure and no money do it if you're doing it because it's just money don't fucking do it yeah. there's a lot of adventure and there's a lot of Spanish in it and there's money. Okay, then. Yeah, no. Okay, thank you. So yeah, that's that. So I drove back down. That was a so you had a meeting with them, and you're you are going to be teaching Spanish to people. No, no, in no, Clongos. no, no. It's, no, that's it's, the story. Let's just say they take over these numerous boarding schools during the summer. So we were looking at the facilities. I got a guided tour of Clongos. Oh yeah. So anyway, that was Thursday. So people will go to people will go to Kildare to learn Spanish. Yes. <laughs> and where are these people coming from? Mayo. <laughs> It's brilliant, isn't it? People will go to Kildare to learn Spanish, French and German. I think it's brilliant. From Where are these people coming from? They're, they're teenagers from all over the country. Oh, they're Irish people going yeah, there. Yeah, it's the Gweltuck. Ah, for, okay. It's instead of going to the Gweltuck to learn Irish, you're going to these beautiful boarding schools, great boarding schools. For Where se- would you go to learn Polish? The Poltuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Poltuck. <laughs> Tommy, you co- Tommy. So what's going um, to be the Spanish one? Then? Tommy, you wouldn't have a half an hour after the podcast. I, I certainly would not. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, kids from Mayo and Sligo are going to be, you know. But I thought all the half the crack about learning Spanish in secondary school was you got maybe a few months in Spain as part of it. Yeah, not yeah. to fucking get the train to Port Arlington <laughs> and then fucking minibus to Clane. <laughs> Where's the fucking crack in that? <laughs> well, Tommy, the, Tommy, the world has changed. We can't travel at the moment. Yeah, I know, but the school year is starting in September. Of course. Next year, of course, travel. In a high, look at, there's an awful lot of uh, teenagers out there who are embracing a, a, a second language. And so if they want to go to the Gueltacht for global languages, if they want to take on Spanish, Spanish, French and German, they can do it in Ireland. I know we the Gueltacht, I'm an advocate of, of, of learning Irish. Too. So what's your what's your role? Are you like the, uh, maybe you'd be hosting the ad? Me llamo Hector Ocacón. Oh, yeah. He's the voiceover. Yo soy de Navin. Y ahora, en Clongos, en County Kildare, hay una cortilla de tres semanas para cosillas de la tarde. Yeah. Do you know what the bit... <laughs> using the, the Spanish accent for Spanish words is brilliant, but you can <laughs> drop it for in Kildare, but go to Wiggle. Yeah. In, so, look, no. The whole thing, my whole thing started Wednesday. Busy day, back down. 
Thursday. So is this thing a goer then, this Spanish? Oh, these Irish courses college. are going to run. ELC, it's European Language. And, and what's your, within the organisation, what is your title? Ambassador, the face of. Yes, I could be one of those things. I haven't really put pen to paper yet. Or it's, it's a contract er, to be signed. It's early days, Tom. Okay. It's early days, but it's early I, days. I do like the idea of promoting Spanish, uh, especially, and the other languages, but Spanish is booming all over the world. And I really think it's a language that teenagers and more and more secondary schools have been given the opportunity. Chinese, to, would you be? Mandarin Chinese is important as well. Yes. Uh, English is not the be all and end all. However, in the, in the it's world. It's handy though, I suppose. For us. It's handy, it gets you by, but Spanish is great, so I would be an advocate for that. Okay. You could call me an advocate, an ambassador. Uh, I'm I'm here to promote the, the the role of these here, like in the hen house. <laughs> so that was Wednesday. I had a busy day. Thursday, just your all go. <laughs> I'm tired already. Thursday, I had to drive to uh, Offaly to do the filming or to do the filming with the series. You were tempted to stay overnight when you drew up on the Wednesday. No, I couldn't. I had to come back down. Jesus. That's because we were recording. We were recording, yeah. Okay. That's why I came back here. Thanks. So then I went back up. Nice of you. No, Friday I did the podcast here. Then I drove to Dublin and I was in a temple in Walkinstown. I left here at quarter past one on Friday afternoon in yeah. the heat and I was in a temple sitting underneath Lord Shiva and Lord Ganesh 50 foot statues with uh, musicians at about four o'clock the Hindu musicians that traffic in Ballymount on a Friday afternoon coming in off the M50 was ferocious was it we filmed there for the afternoon the boom is back then we drove all the way to Poolbeg to the towers out into the middle of the ocean with Stenoline was just coming right beside us coming in uh, Holt on one side Dunleary on the other and I, I was filming there till about eight o'clock in the evening with the Mariachi San Patricio, Ireland's only mariachi band. Wow. Uh, from there... Would they, would they get a lot of work? They get a bit of work. <laughs> they get the electric picnic and a lot of corporate work. Okay. Mariachis are very, very good. What kind of corporations would hire them now? They would hire them at Google and Facebook just to come in and play. Okay. A mariachi band, Tommy. Everyone what is it? It's kind of Spanish... It's a, ma- a Spanish Clancy Brothers. Yeah, and they'd just walk around and they'd walk into your place and start playing. And Could you it. give us a, like a blast of mariachi there? What's the no, kind of style? Ay, 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 canta no llores porque te veo dará. And then the trumpets come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the mariachis. And then they go. <laughs> and that parade is going through the town. And meanwhile, in a room at the back of the town, the muffled shots of gunfire is heard as a fucking drug cartel rat has been fucking executed. Yeah. I've seen it in the That's films. You know the mariachis. Yeah. yeah. From there, from 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 Poolbeg, I had to drive to the horse and jockey in Tipperary. Oh yes. Fucking hell. Friday evening, I drove from the Poolbeg mariachi boys to the horse and jockey. I've never stayed in the horse and jockey. Got into the horse and jockey, had a couple of drinks, went to bed, filmed the next day with a brilliant Just, Congolese artist who came from West Cork in the shadows of the Rock of Cashel. Brilliant artist. Magnificent. Neville Tsumbo. He's been living here 16 years. What's his uh, first name? Neville. Neville. No. N-I-W-E-L. N-I-W-E-L. Newell. Newell would be the English version of it, but it's Nivelle, the way you pr- it's a French speaking, the Congo. Nivelle. Okay, yeah. Nivelle Tsumbo. So Nivelle Tsumbo. Not Neville. Okay. He's not from Middlesex. Okay. Uh, and then from there, from the Congo, we drove all around Tipperary. Not, not from the Congo, from, we, from, horse, from and the horse and Jockey. I spent the day in the Horse and Jockey in Cashel, filming all day Larita. Yes. And then I drove at nine o'clock f- Saturday night to Galway. I got up on Sunday and then I drove to Cleggan, Cleggan to get on a boat to go to Inishboffin. Uh, Just you and your wife for a weekend away in Day's Hotel. No, we didn't. We stayed in, in Pats in the Dolphin. The Dolphin Hotel. Was it you and your missus on a romantic weekend away? Yeah, a romantic weekend. It was one night. Um, You're asking an awful lot of questions. I've never been to Boffin before. Have you been to Boffin? Yes, I have, yeah. Have you been to Boffin? Yes, I have. Have you? Mm -hmm. Did you like it, Hector? Let's have a chat about Boffin. So the boat left. It's where people from Dublin go for the crack. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was quite Do you know what I mean? We go, it's, it's good. Oh, I just love going to Boffin for the crack. There was quite... There's some crack in Boffin. Well, I got into it's the... Island, I got know. into the car park. Luckily, there was a few spaces left in the unofficial car park in Cleggan. And I must say... who you know, really. <laughs> I can get your space there if you want. <laughs> there was a, a, a plethora of X5s. Porch Cayennes. And every single one was a 2 one D two, so got on the boat, 
And this woman tried to hold up the boat because somebody was late. And oh, I thought that. she was going to try and steal it or something. So we got on the boat. She, we left at about a quarter past two. Never been to Boffin. And what a magnificent journey it was as we left the mainland. I've never seen Ireland from that from that, from that that angle where I look back and I could see Moelria. I could see Crowpatrick looked amazing. I could see Ackle in the distance. I could see Inish Turk. It was a summer's afternoon on Sunday afternoon and I was in Beautiful. my element. I brought my running gear. I brought my walking <laughs> boots. I brought my high-vis running jacket. I brought my thousand-mile socks. Did and you bring I, your Viagra Connect? I, <laughs> I brought... <laughs> when men of 50 go for their weekend away... I brought After just, all that yeah, traveling, you must have needed it. Yeah, it's in the secret pouch in the wash bag. <laughs> Larita, Larita, I it's brought. I had everything to explore the island. Your missus. <laughs> Tommy! I had everything. The I had horn a, that doesn't stop. The boffin horn. Yeah. The Inish bowhorner. The, the blue tablet. I oh. was so excited about going running the island. When you ejaculate after taking Viagra Connect, it stays hard. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was blue. <laughs> I had all the best. And your, your partner would be there. Did you just call me? Go, yeah, I'm good to go again. <laughs> I'm here for the night. Um, and I wanted to explore the island. When we landed in the in the port, a small little little harbour, the buzz was incredible. There was quite a lot of people mm. out there. So summer's evening, <clears throat> Pat from the Dolphin picked us up in the minibus, and I started getting the guided tour. Never knew that it was broken up into quarters: western quarter, middle quarter, eastern quarter. Isn't that amazing? The way mm. compared to round the bay, where you would have the Irish islands. Yeah. Completely different. Stayed in the Dolphin the Hotel. The Island of the White Cow. Yes, Inish Bofiana. And I was there thinking, that, right, I'm going to get a run in in the afternoon. I was all set to explore the island. Got a map of the island. And we were going to do a walk that evening. I was going to go for 5K. I was going to get it. I was going to explore and come back to this podcast with loads of information about the island and the views and what I felt to be on Inish Boffin. Mm-hmm. By four o'clock that afternoon, I was sitting in a cottage on the eastern quarter, the last cottage at the water, on its own, looking out on, on spectacular scenery and a large gin and tonic was put in front of me. With great people and great Can you tell us how, so you, you, you arrive, do, do you get as far I, as the hotel? I got to the hotel. Throw your bags and then you head out for a walk. Yes. How did you end up in someone's house drinking mm-hmm. gin? We bumped into somebody and they said, would you, come, would, you, would you like to come down to the eastern quarter for a drink? And I was there, the eastern quarter. This and then when I saw it in the Berlin. distance, I saw it in the <laughs> distance. It looked as all these little whitewashed cottages mm. all on a little bay. And I said to myself, where is this? And then we, Pat came along then in the minibus and he whisked us down. And he says, are you going down to the far cottage? I said, I am. Oh, we know them down there, Marie and all the gang. And the next minute, there I was, sitting at a table in beautiful weather. I'd say I had about eight gin and tonics. And did you know these people or did you just run uh, into them? My wife sort of knew oh, them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife knew them. And th- th- by, by 10 or 11 o'clock, I was walking back up the island, Tommy. I had three pints in the, uh, in the beer garden uh, at the beach club. And, Sounds and, tremendous, and then it? And then I was there. We missed dinner. We skipped dinner. We had nothing. I was starving. I knew I had a lot of drink on board. And oh, I, I had, and there was no, it, it wasn't you? as if you could ring to go down to the local chipper for no. a snack box. No. It, food is on a shortage after 12 o'clock at night. I got back to the Dolphin Hotel. I bumped into Pat again from the Dolphin. And I said to Pat, and this is the golden words at about 20 to 1, Pat, you wouldn't make me a sandwich, would you? Well, he went into the kitchen. Brilliant. He came out with the nicest white soft bread sandwiches oh, yeah. slabs of cheese oh. and ham and mayonnaise and Bit a of pickle pot, maybe and a pot of tea Tommy and at one o'clock in the morning I was like oh, oh, oh Jesus this is great this is going to save me this is and then I had paracetamol I went to bed woke up came back yesterday the, it was choppy on the boat there was an accident between Clifton and Costa. The fire brigade were out. I don't know what happened, but the road was blocked. I had to turn back and go back into, into Clifton and go out to Roundstone halfway, come across the bog road. And then I got to my Cullen. There was a seven mile tailback with all the X5s and everybody going, going back. back to Dublin. I was behind an Aston Martin DB9 from Mam Cross to my Cullen. <laughs> but I said they had some crack. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. Crack. Well, I'll tell you one thing the tailbacks coming out of ma'am and it's just incredible and then I get in last night and uh, I was really tired and uh, 
I'm really tired. And then I got up today and it's fucking pissing rain. I was late for the recording. Thank you. What, but why were you Bye-bye. late though, Hector? I mean, that's a, you had a great weekend and yeah. you're meeting me from all the different I feel as if I've been at the electric picnic. It's been go, 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 Tommy. Well, from the you, horse and jockey to sitting in the, in the in Congolese, the fiddle player and the knee so wheels. So did, did you sleep in then? I slept in till about half nine. That's a silly new alarm that's on the iPhones with the classical music wrecking my head. And then the jerseys have to be fucking delivered for Clare Galway because we're playing the first round of the championship tomorrow. I was on to O'Neill's then straight away and it's just, the phone hasn't stopped and I couldn't get out. There was traffic. I was 20 past 12 before I got here and the looks of the two of your faces Well, I, I came up from Mayo and, and you're going, I was here in time. Yeah, you're going old school with the clothes as well this week. Isn't he, Larita? Well, it's a kind I of a dishcloth, nice. big country vibe off I think off it's him. nice, Hector. Very, very Thank smart. You. Thank you. This is a purple check shirt. This is Paul Smith. This is an original Paul Smith, or as people like to call him, Paul McGowan. This is a, a formal shirt, really. Yes. Um, you know, last week... it formal? Yeah, it's, what the fuck is that formal? If, if he had a tie on, it's, it's, it's buttons. It's check. A... Check shirts aren't fucking formal. Hang on. <clears throat> Depending on who you ask. Daddy bloody cardigan here. With I have a cardigan yeah. and a cord shirt. Yeah. 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 See, Hector Tommy. could go to a wedding. I mean, trousers that I haven't washed oh, for the jeans nine on. weeks. Look is at the filth building up at the bottom. I'll smell <clears throat> over Don't here. talk to me about clothes, Tommy. Don't dare. Don't you dare. And be homosexual <laughs> socks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could say that I have a fine pair of... Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, but don't. And don't. you borrowed a pair of the child's owners as well going out, didn't you? <laughs> didn't he? Look at them. You wouldn't see them in a the fucking playground at the, the New Balance end. Oh, Go the fuck up and get a pair sh- of boots. Shut your mouth. I'm going to buy you a shut pair up of runners, Tommy. Yeah. What did he say to me a couple of weeks ago? Did you ever see your dad in a Stone Roses t-shirt, did you? No. I should have said I fucking should have wished I had or a Ramones t-shirt or a fucking Makeham and Clancy t-shirt or a Rolling's fucking Stones t-shirt. Fuck's sake. Larita, you have a lovely top on, by the thanks, way. Thanks, thanks, Beautiful. Yeah. I love the way there's Irish written underneath it. Graw. Graw, yeah. I've seen that before somewhere. Yeah, Phoenix Boutique, Irish brand, Irish, Irish. Are you both making money from fucking name dropping or something? No, Is that what's I'm going just on? saying. I'm Larissa, are you on a retainer from Dolphins Hotel and, and fucking Paul and, Smith? And, 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 <laughs> and it's gro- I, I got a bit of physio done on my back. Of course you did, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, who did it? Who did it, Tommy? The greatest physio in the country, <laughs> John Butler. <laughs> That's a lovely thing with Graw written underneath. I, yeah, lo- I really I'm like embracing that. embracing my Irish language. So I apologise to the listeners that I might be a little bit tender today but from so the horse and jockey you're now? I just feel tired my head is fuzzy from mariachi bands and pool bag to Congolese uh, musicians to the horse and jockey to Inish Boffin to the tailback in my cullen to getting up this morning here I am Good and Tommy did you uh, Tommy sample any of the uh, delights of the weekend seen as we can I can't even now? remember what the weekend was uh, I went my young fellow is training to be a boxer so I had to go running <laughs> with him you went running with him, yeah. My young lad's trained to be a boxer. He is, and yeah. You never told us this. I did, of course. When did I tell you this? He did did he? tell us. Maybe yeah, he's, he's start, when's his he first boxing? When's his first fight? I don't know, but he was saying to me the other day that he was. Um, Could I be as a promoter? He was saying the other yeah, day that uh, oh, we watched the fucking what's his face Mayweather and Logan Paul. Oh, oh did you, you did not. That? We did because my young my young was interested. Was in it was an awful choice. Ah, it was grand. Who won it? Yeah, it was no, a draw there was no winner. Mayweather was holding him up at the end of it. There was um, twenty million dollars he made, but he was asking me. Uh, Floyd the money. He was asking me. You know, he's only twelve, but he was asking me. You know, uh, how how soon before the his fight? Now it'd be be against a fella from Uttarard or Limerick, um, and seemingly there are a lot of young fellas in the under twelve section. Right. So you could have ten fights in a in a season. Oh, brilliant! Whereas the f- older fellas might only have two or three. Great. Because it's, you know, it mightn't be as many seventeen year olds as there would be twelve year olds. But he was just wondering, you know, um, how soon before the fight is on will it be announced? <laughs> He's just. We should be. Please, yeah. THL promotions. THL promotions. And I was. I, said, I don't yeah. know how long it'll be on announced. The, and he says he hopes he gets three months uh, of a training camp in before the first fight. <laughs> so 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 let's break this down. But he's very good. Does he know what he needs to be a successful boxer outside the ring? He needs the right team. I think we could have the logo on the canvas, yeah? Yeah. THL promotions and on the four corners of the ring. Our faces. I could put the Vaseline on his face. And and we get a pair of hot pants and a sparkly bra top for you, Hector. You could be walking around the ring before round one. Round one. Now, there's only three rounds (laughs) the young fellas, but you. No, no. Could we get a pair of high heels? I'm the lad there. I'm the trainer that talks in his ear. Right, oh, so what you? you, what's yeah. your well, job, Tommy? You, you, you sponging them down. You will relax be, the shoulders. <clears throat> relax. You, no, you'll be like Ricky Hatton's dad, who always sat in the right at the front beside Eddie Hearn. You're the you're the father that sits. No, right. I'd be the announcer. Louis the Legend.
Weighing in at 165 pounds, he's fighting out Weighing of the blue. Weighing in at 59 pounds. <laughs> fighting, fighting. They always go like that. Fighting out of the blue corner. Let's get ready to rumble. We could do a press conference. We could do the, oh, whole, yeah. the whole lot. The Connacht Tribune will be there, the advertiser, the Mayo people. And yeah. when they do the press conference, the whole team has to get in all around the microphone. And what colour would we wear? Like what will our, Yeah, but no, this is our team, like because we'll be his management. Podcast colours. Yeah. Podcast colours, yeah. Orange, He'll be sponsored. Yeah. He'll have Fred, the whole shorts will be f- super, super stuff. Be quick. Orange shorts. Then we get him a deal, a, a deal with a clothing company for, for normal wear. Our faces wear. on the back of the shorts. Yes. He wanted to get a this EA Sports boxing uh, game. Oh yeah! But uh, my wife had a look at it and said it's not suitable because there is a there's. Uh, if I you know it. If you do career mode, there's stuff that happens outside the ring <laughs> that might be suitable. This is like Grand Theft Auto, isn't there? Yeah. There's strip clubs and everything. Strip clubs, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, you can go to poker games and bait people, and you can get in fights in strip clubs for not paying the well, bill. This is on the game for the PlayStation or something. Well, it's like GTA. Uh, does he play GTA yet? No, he doesn't. Oh my God, I got a GTA. Like uh, it infiltrated the house. At one stage, I said to all the parents, all the dads, what kind of stuff about, goes on in at that? about fifth class in Bournemouth in the car park I said to a few of the dads now listen out the window if any of your lads are trying to get GTA for Christmas we're fucking not getting it Santi no GTA Santi can't bring in GTA agreed 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 they all got GTA for Christmas GTA I walked in one night my young lad was in fifth class he was in a strip club (laughs) And the stripper was sitting on him. He was sit- she was sitting on him. He was, he's got the he was controlling her hole with the fucking... What do you with the do? paddle. He's paddling away here. And I went, what the fuck? Do you want some spaghetti carbonara? What the fuck? And next minute, poof, there's glass. It's thrown all over it. He's fighting the lad in the cloakroom on the way. And he's, he's kneeing him in the head. And he, gets, he jumps into a sports car at four o'clock in the morning. And I'm going, do you want some spaghetti bolognese? What the fuck is going on? I'm in the second dad. What are you telling me? So they can, what would they be doing with the strippers in the strip club? Yeah, we're just for the minute. We can't. Oh, what do you do with the controller? We're our hole with the fucking paddle. He's controlling our titties with the fucking R button. He can't do that. He's controlling our titties with the R button. AB backpedal, fuck it. Does she do private dances for you? He's trying to get money out of his pocket. And he's in the. Where is he? He's in playing Minecraft. <laughs> Fuck. He's getting, getting a lap dance. Getting a lap dance and him controlling it. Swinging her right leg over and her left leg over. And, oh God, and what other things did they do on it? Oh, yeah. uh, you can do anything you want in GTA. It's a fucking fantasy. <laughs> Texting his friends, how'd you, get the, how'd you get the tongue off her? <laughs> it's, the owner of the club comes home and there's a fight and everything. It's mental. Robbing cars. It's it's fantasy land in downtown California. Downtown and would you be playing poker and stuff? And uh, oh, yeah. Whatever you want. <laughs> I can't believe it. So, and so this boxing game is the same. Yeah, it's the same. It has a career mode, so you'd be going out with some young one and you'd be. It's the CD side of boxing. Maybe your dad is in prison and yeah. your brother's a drug dealer. And, and next minute you're leaving a club at two o'clock in Beverly Hills, and next minute it all kicks off, you're baiting a lad in an alleyway. Or Swindon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meet Ricky Hatton's people coming down the street at yeah. three o'clock in the morning this in Manchester. Is insanity. I didn't know you oh, could do that. Jesus and what Tommy. age do you have to be to play these games? You just have to have fingers, that's all you have. You need. Um, so he won't he won't be getting the GTA, but he's he's a, he's going to be a real life boxer. So he we, loves it. You're a strength and conditioning coach, are you? Well, I just because he wouldn't know how far three k is. I go for the trot with him. Are you bringing him? Are you going to show him he had, some? He had some... two hundred and fifty sit ups to do on Saturday and a hundred and fifty sit ups to do on Sunday. Wow. He was training Monday, and today he has a three k run to do and two hundred sit ups. He'd be down the bog with a singlet on during in a real heavy. He loves warm. it though. He really he, loves it. Are you sweat, doing the sit ups with him? No, I'm just counting. Um, will you show him some of the classic fights we were watching Mayweather he likes Canelo oh yeah um, I think Canelo my young fella has red hair and I think Canelo Canelo's kind of yeah red, he is red, red yeah. Mexican red Mexican hardy buck um, will you show him some of the sugar uh, sugar Ray Leonard's will you go back into it we're watching Mayweather and Mayweather is amazing for his 50 and 0 he was his, professionally his movement his feet 
He it's never gets just, hit. He, he never, never gets, gets hit. hit. He never, never has hit. a mark on his face. Or but the way he's able to hop from fucking... He went 50 amazing. fights and oh, never beaten 50 fights. And he signed a 10-year, a 10-fight deal for the last 10 fights of his career professionally. I was something like 400 And he million. doesn't look like a big buck, is he? And then the father's F- in the Five foot eight, just over 11 stone. So yeah. not a big buck at all. Yeah, yeah, he's a brilliant fighter. Amazing. My missus isn't mad about the fighting. Um, I have to agree with her. It's but, a horrible thing. Oh no! Anybody who trains as a boxer, boxer will tell you how fantastic it's been for them. It's a magnificent thing for discipline, for physical fitness, for knowing that you can take care of yourself. Not that you go and look. I remember one time meeting this kickboxer in Omaha, Nebraska, and he was just saying, you know, it's great thing about kickboxing is, you know, if ever you get into trouble, you have it. But for, you know, I got the vibe of him that he was almost looking for trouble. Yeah, he was almost mm. looking for situations where he could do a bit. Where of he could do, but with the boxing fellas, always talk about you know it's just great for your discipline. It's great for now the headshot things. You he know, ha- he's wearing his hair. He's protected it all. Yeah, time. yeah. Has yeah. he got the big? Oh, mouth guard, twelve ounce gloves. He's got the wrapping. Got the shoes. Everything. It's fantastic. Tommy, he'll be coming in a couple of years. We coming in talking. He's going to get a New York action on. He's going to be boxing. He'll be coming downstairs. Yeah. And have a st- no, he won't. He'll be saying he's fighting one of the McDonalds. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, have, he'll be coming Friday downstairs week. with a tracksuit bottoms on him right and he'll have the singlet on him and he'll be the muscles and mm. he'll be going dad I'm 13 I'm getting my first tattoo I want the boxing gloves on my shoulder yeah. and then you'll have to say I think that's a great idea son and I'll he'll, get he'll, them too he'll go in and get the boxing gloves and then he'll get the Olympic rings and then he'll get his mum and dad tattooed on him and beat him but it's that thing of, of the, your kids been interested in stuff that they don't need you to be driving them all the time to be doing isn't that amazing how he just he's loves chosen it. a sport not saying it's it is a big sport but for for a young Irish teenager a young lad 12 he it's not the, there's not the, out of 112 year olds you'd stop on the street and go what sports do you play yeah there's only one other kid in the parish that we know that does boxing no one else does that's great so that's THL promotions I think THL so. promotions presents, presents. Yeah. yes and Audrey could do the ring walk Oh yeah, we could maybe sign Audrey up to the ring walk. Yes, yeah. Tommy, you'd be, you'd have to be sitting in the corner. Yeah, he's right. No, yeah. and me and Hector would be giving him his advice. Yeah, yeah, we, we neither of us boxers, but I would plan out his fights for the next six to six to eight months. I'd get him an interim, an interim title fight against the lad from Uchtarad. Then we'll take him out of the county, but it'll be one step at a time. This is a bigger, longer picture here. This project is a longer picture. This guy could be fighting for a Connacht title within two to three years, yeah. and we're not going to rush it. There's a young Clancy boy from Castlebar. He's on the horizon. We're not rushing this, but uh, this is a great start. This is a great start. Do you remember that recently? There was wasn't there a big fight in? The, the Traveller's Friend in Castle Bar. I was at it. That, yeah, I was yeah. at your man, Ray Moylet. Oh yeah, Ray. We were, we were we were front row for and it. what was it? Like, Incredible. Bit, really? The atmosphere when we walked in, the car park was full, there was a real sense of a local boy, there was six or seven fights on, there was lads from Waterford fighting, Dublin lads fighting, The there was a real energy in the room of that fighting fraternity and community and all of Ray Moylet's family and cousins, they were all over back from England, the brother was there going mad and Ray was unlucky, he got hit, with, he got hit I think in the 7th or 8th, he lost that fight, there was the national anthem, it was incredible, Sean Bond Brannock was behind live, TG Cahar brought, that, it was a broadcast yes. TG Cahar, that was it. and I yes, was there yeah. front row with a load of lads from Ballinrobe, it was Brilliant. And what was it like seeing the hits? Yeah, incredible. When you are sitting right there close to it, you really appreciate the what power behind to. them punches. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Um, and brilliant for the Castle Bar. Brilliant. Ray Moylet. They all have a good uh, history of boxers. Yeah, Ray Moylet. He's Henry a, Coyle. Yes. He's yeah. living in America that's, now. That's two. Too, yeah, who else? Yeah, I don't. I don't um, There's off the top of my head, and I can't think of any yeah, more. Don't. But they're Ray all Myers. there. Yeah, they're all there. Yeah, um, big, big, big boxing town, Mayo. Big. What about Galway? Is there any boxers in Galway of any note? Francie Barrett. Francie Barrett. First traveller to oh, yeah, the Olympic. And, and Francie held the. He, Francie had the flag as well. That's right. Uh, there was Chick the. Chick, Chick, Chick Gillen. Chick Gillen was one of the great uh, Irish trainers. There's um, a couple of young kids coming out of Westside now that, uh, that are on. That are, I think they've made the Irish team. But uh, there is a healthy, there's a healthy boxing fraternity community in Galway, and we've got we've got a new young talent on our hands here. We will Louis the Lip. We <laughs> Louis the Lip fighting out of the blue corner. <laughs> That's the sound. He is he's, he's incredible. <laughs> there's been an awful lot of Mayweather fights on the t- on the telly the last couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. He's but he's worth watching though. Beautiful. 
he is and everybody that he beats like or that he fights against he messes them up something shocking like so Barry McGuigan Barry McGuigan possibly one of the famous, most famous fighters ever to come out of the country when Barry was fighting in his heyday and he won the world title uh, his dad came out and sang Danny Boy and he was fighting in London and then he came back to defend his title against Pedrosa and Pedrosa was the world champion uh, from um, Panama friends with the other really good fighter the other really good fighter uh, from down there so anyway when I was down in Panama I wanted to meet Pedrosa because I remember in 1985 in a packed Queen's Park Ranger Stadium there was 39,000 people Harry Carpenter from the BBC the ring walk there was thousands of people it was tricolours it was all the paddies in London so I sat with Pedrosa who was unbeaten 20 times world champion uh, Hall of Fame boxer and we're speaking Spanish and he told me the night he lost his world title to Barry McGuigan in Queen's Park right? that his depiction of it was incredible because he said we had flown over it was November they arrived to the stadium it was full of drunk paddies outside going mad and all the boys from up on Oma tens of thousands of paddies drinking in London as Clonus. Was, Clonus, Clonus, yeah, Clonus. As his car got in towards the Queen's Park Rangers, the boys started shaking it. Now, Pedrosa, and they don't speak any English. They're after coming up from Panama. They thought they were going to get lynched before they even got into the stadium. Right. They got into the dressing room and it was freezing. Didn't the boys turn off the heat deliberately? No heaters. It was absolutely Baltic. November they, in London. They asked for heaters underneath the stand and there was no heaters to be found. Meanwhile, over in McGuigan's place was like a sauna. So everything was all mind games. As he walked from the, from the underneath the stand to the ring, he was getting slapped and bloody boys punching him. Because if you see the pictures, there's two policemen, two English bobbies, and he's walking through the crowd. The crowd are in, like trying to kill him. He gets in and then he says, oh, these, he says, those tricolors, los tricolors, y los irlandeses, he says, los irlandeses, los locos, he kept saying, los locos, these madmen. Danny Boy started going, the whole national anthem, Barry McGuigan won it. And then he turned to the camera, he says, hey, Barry, tu sabes, tu sabes que, eh, tu sabes lo que hiciste allí en el Queen Park Rangers, hey, Barry, and you can see the anger in this man who was in his late 50s, he was saying, Barry, you fucking knew what you did, you know what you did to beat me in fucking Queen's Park, but you know the things you did, and the anger in a man, you can still see the testosterone and the rivalry, wow. incredible, and I'm sitting 10,000 miles away having a beer in his local, in his local restaurant, but incredible scenes. 1985. And the McGuigan beat him well, like was yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. And the whole, he just said... So irrespective of what happened, but they, McGuigan might have met him anyway. Yeah, but the whole thing to knock this guy off kill, uh, and he was coming they to... Ever, they never did a no, rematch. No, never had a rematch. But isn't it isn't it funny to see this, to, there's still the rivalry there. Boxers, even though they're past it. And wasn't the twist in the tail when McGuigan lost, this, in, it was because of the heat. To, he lost to Steve Cruz in the heat of the Californian desert the ah. next fight because it was 38 degrees and it was so warm. Now, isn't it funny that that he froze one fella out of it and in the following fight he lost because of the fucking heat. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This week's shout-out is to Paddy Patrick, who is a... Kiwi. 
No. Woman. Yes, a Kiwi woman. Wow. Paddy Patrick. Yeah, yeah. She's You're born jo- and bred New Zealander and she's living, uh, she's a nurse. And she's in a place called Geraldine, which is named after the Fitzgeralds of Limerick. Um, and it is in the lower third quarter of the South Island of New Zealand. Isn't that interesting? I was it on the is 19,000 kilometres away from Galway. So that's that's her shout out. Paddy Patrick. Paddy Patrick. Is she the furthest? Is she the person that's she living could fur- be. She's so fur- far away, she's almost getting closer. Yeah, she is. She's coming around the other side now. Near me, they'll just get into the chat. Okay, what, no, what you normal have conversations. I was just thinking there that um, let's go right back to when you got your first. Oh, fuck. <laughs> your first period. Shut up, Tommy, will you? <laughs> let's, go, let's go back to when you got your first. <laughs> what were you doing? What were you doing? That's oh, I was in maths. Lorena, <laughs> <laughs> Lorena, give Hector a dig in the ribs. <laughs> I said, "What's happening here?" <laughs> I said, "I got my period." Lorena, I, I was going point. to say, "Let's go back when we've got our first mobile phone." And I was going to co- come on to a story in Vietnam when I was like, Oh, please tell us the story. Yeah. No, yeah, but yeah. I, I want to go back into when you got your first period. No, I don't, no, yes. I don't want to hear that. No. no. Uh, it, it was mucky. It's mucky. It's mucky in its private. It's Agricultural. It's unclean. It's unclean. unclean yeah. Unkept. There are religions where when the women are having their periods, they have to look at it. Sorry? They have to what? There are religions where when the women are having their periods, they have to get out of the house and go live in the shed until they're clean. What religion? Uh, Some forms of Judaism. The women are considered, and and some forms of Islam, the women are considered filthy when they're having their period. (laughs) They 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 leave the house. They live in the shed. They live in the shed and they're... (laughs) Or did they just get another woman in to do the jobs while she's gone? I don't out? know. I'm just saying. I'm not even. I don't even know how I got onto this and why I'm taking responsibility for this well, information. Well, you seem to know a lot see about way, it. See the way I've pulled right back from the mic. You seem to know a lot about it. No, I don't know Tell anything me, about on. it. Tell us more. That's all I know. It's Unclean this. women <laughs> sent to the shed. Sounds like something on, on ITV at twelve it o'clock. Does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unclean women. I've done the shit. You won't let me up the house. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing, lads. Trisha's on the line. Trish from Macclesfield. Hello, Trish. <laughs> I'm eating pot noodles. I'm out of the shed. I've, I've got the right on. I'm down the shed. I'm the Nolan sisters. I'm unclean, me. <laughs> unclean, unkept. Honest to God, I'm unclean. <laughs> unclean and unkept. <laughs> I'm a filthy bitch. I am a filthy bitch. <laughs> oh. An honest to God, filthy bitch. Dirty, dirty. You're a dirty woman. Seven days and seven nights. All right, yeah. sorry. Um, Your first mobile phone. Yeah, so go on. Just, no, just, never mind that. Go no, tell, that's the way that we're going to... Tell us about go, Vietnam. No, we're going to segue into a story here. Just, just go straight to the story for so, fuck's so sake. When I started, when I started, <laughs> <laughs> when I started travelling, right, on, on for TG Car, we, we used to go down and get the call cards. So we'd be in the middle of Bangkok, or we'd be, we'd be down in South America, and we'd go find these local little shops on this corner of the street, and we'd buy call cards for $20. You get back to the hotel, oh, yeah. and you go... You have 157 minutes and then you press in this mad long code. Yeah. So the way it's... And then it changed. Uh, could you ring from the hotel bedroom? Or could yes, yeah, yes, okay. yes. And you'd know, Tommy, when you were travelling. Hashtag 104. So you, you have... One, and then every few minutes on the, on the conversation you would hear, you have 96 minutes left. So Evan used to book the hotels back in the day by fax. So you'd have to fax the hotel on the other side of the world. Like it was mental. I had an Ireland.com... And you'd be on a road trip, you could be three months. Jesus, 15, 40 hotels. On, oh, oh we, wow. I remember we went, wow. I think we went to South America for something like 78 days back in that in 2006 or seven for Amu Amigos. And I used to, couldn't wait to get into the business part. If it was a hotel, rushing into the business area. Sorry, do you have a computer? And then you'd click on Ireland.com and it would have all the scores from the GA. Oh, yeah. This was before mobile phones and all of this. And we'd be looking, oh, look at the, at the front page of the Irish Teletext. Times. Yeah, Ireland.com. It was Hector. I was Hector2 at Ireland.com. I was Hector1 at Ireland.com, but I lost my fucking password and I couldn't recover back in the day. So Ireland.com was the go-to. And by the way, somebody had that domain back in the day. Some smart book in this oh, yeah. country had Ireland.com before Ireland.com had it. I think he sold it for, I, I might be wrong, it was sold for a six-figure six sum. I doubt that very much. A domain, a domain, Ireland.com. Yes. Uh, so over the years, 
the, the, the Skype developed, the mobile, getting a mobile, going with a mobile. We used to bring traveler's checks, but then a mobile came in. And it accelerated so much since we've been traveling in the 20 years we've been doing it. They were big mobiles too. I remember the, the first flip. The chunky one. You wouldn't see them in fucking Vietnam. Oh, stop. 086, 088, 088. And they used to, the bottom would come down as well, even oh, though it wasn't flip. long enough. The big long air would come out. Air cell. You remember there was a yeah. shop in the tube backpack road. Backpack just to fucking bring it around. Class. Yeah. Class. And then Blackberries came in. You couldn't even see the writing on it. I thought it was really cool around Galway with a Blackberry. Did you have a Blackberry? No. Oh, I thought it. Did you have a Blackberry? I did. Yeah, Blackberries where you can You're send, probably very busy. You could send an email Emails and you have the tiny little email button. Anyway, back in the day when there was no mobiles, we were buying the call cards. We were in Vietnam in Ho Chi Minh City, southern Vietnam. And we were staying in the New World Hotel, the only five star in the village. It was, they had a tennis court on the top, a swimming pool, a cocktail bar. And as you looked down, you could see millions of bikes and it was just Ho Chi Minh, Saigon. It was tennis balls falling off the roof. <laughs> Knocking people off their incredible, incredibly busy hotel and we were there. But one night, obviously, went out, a few drinks, playing pool. We were big into pool in Asia at the time, finding pool tables. There was a pool table in the bar in the hotel. That's where it all started. Cut to five o'clock in the morning. Roscoe made the fatal decision of ringing home on the call card. Oh dear. And then the call card had no credit on it. And then he hung up and he rang back on the hotel phone. Caroline, his wife, <coughs> tells the great side of this story that 15 or 20 minutes into the conversation from Vietnam back to Ireland in 2001 or two. Roscoe, can you hear me? Ross, can you hear me? Oh, no, and he said, like, yeah, 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 what were you saying? And then 35 minutes into the phone call, she was there, Ross, can you hear me? Roscoe is out for the count on the hotel phone and he never hung up. And she stayed on the phone line for at least 15 minutes going, Roscoe, hang up the phone. Ross, Hang up. So even if she hangs up, he's still getting charged. He's getting charged oh, because it's, remember when you had to patch it through to hotel operator? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello? And it's something like even trying to talk to her. It's like back in the day, it was seven or nine. Roscoe never hung up. We were checking out at about 11 o'clock the next morning. <laughs> How much? $752. And I'm not even awake well, for one minute. if you saw his face... When she produced, sorry, sorry, yes, just say, are you fixing up the bills? And Evan would take care of all the rooms. And then he go, sorry, sir, one second, what was your room number again? 411. And Roscoe goes, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, sorry, sir, that's the phone call this morning. He said, what phone call? So the phone call here, it's um, 520353. 5, <laughs> 5, 5.22 a.m. That's $752. <laughs> Well, I know oh, I just Jesus. pulled away from the reception and I started laughing. He had to pay it on the credit card. Well, I never laughed so much. Can you imagine? Wow. He never hung up on the phone call and Caroline was like, Roscoe, hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. You couldn't text him to hang up the phone. Oh, man, did he ever do it again? Never, wow. ever, ever. Back in Dangerous the day. Dangerous times. Dangerous. And that was, interesting enough, the New World Hotel Bill Clinton stayed in it the week before. Where it was the first five-star hotel. It was beautiful. It was tropical. It was a, a, a pool. To be a Navaman man in a pool and a cocktail bar on the top of a hotel in Saigon. 16 years later, we're back in Vietnam and we got a tuk-tuk. And I said, Roscoe, we're going back to play pool in the hotel foyer. And we walked in and we talked about that story wow. again. And the same receptionist was working at the hotel. And she said, you fucking stupid <laughs> fucking cunt. You're the fool who never hung up the phone. And everyone started laughing at Roscoe in the foyer. No, that's not how it happened. 16 years later, we were back in the wow. same hotel. Oh Tell God. me when you were <laughs> when you're starting off on the TG Cahar stuff. And you were saying, said, okay, you're going off to South America now for three months. Like, we are phenomenally excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. You were getting your jabs. Where I mean, was the first place you went to? Uh, the first thing we ever done was to sit on a flight to Asia for 13 uh, shows, 13 half hours for three months. Wow. 20, and you didn't even know 29 flights. Evan was one side of me, this buff from Mount Bellew, pure country, just larger than life, energetic, brilliant, mad in his own way and I got to know him. But when you're on a 13 hour flight to Bangkok and then to the right of me was Roscoe in an old Leinster jersey and he had this, he had the collar turned up straight away. He had, he was reading a Michael Schumacher autobiography and I was going and he had a sort of a Southside 
Dublin accent. He kept on telling me he played. He played, He won a Leinster Senior Cup with St Mary's, and I'm going, oh, Jesus Christ! Was he going in it all over. And, yeah, was, you know, and it was a little bit of that. And then your man on the other side from Mount Bellew, yeah. in the middle of Bog, Bog Galway, and then I'm going, oh my God, I've got, I've got, I've got fucking thirteen weeks with these guys. So we had a beer. And by the time we got off the plane in Bangkok, about an hour later, Evan was up singing in a karaoke bar doing oh boys' on. No matter what they, they tell you. You're like a band that has toured the world. And then the rest Over is and over and over again, aren't you? To be, doing, yeah, to be doing the same show, Tommy, for 20 years for TG Carr and to be with Roscoe and Evan, who were with me at last week in the Horse and Jockey and filming this show at Aeronua, to be with the two boys, it's funny that they still make me laugh as the first day I've ever met them and there's still a sense of humour with them and they're just we know each other inside out uh, and to still and be can you slag one another oh Jesus Mary and Joseph it's just it's just madness and uh, Roscoe's son Jack came on work experience with us uh, at the last couple of days and he was doing camera assistant and uh, just incredible it's well, a good story that's going to be like story. us in 16 years time we're going to be like oh my god we were started the podcast and now we're like best friends in the whole wide world 17 years later we're don't, still here yeah we'll put that far as my father said I have enough friends <laughs> and as we say in, as we say in podcast world one part at a time, sweet Jesus. <laughs> well, everybody, it's been a real pleasure talking to you this week. I hope you've enjoyed uh, our show, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.